Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. This is Beta Salons of Coralville, Iowa, and Physical Therapy Services of uh, Kelowna, Iowa, presents the Kyoto Eagles. We're on with Coach Stout. Uh, Coach, you you got a great big win, uh, kind of a big statement win against the Montezuma Braves on the road Tuesday night. Uh, let our listeners know uh, uh, how that game went and what you guys did to become so successful that night. Well, I think our our offense just clicked. We were we were hitting on all cylinders. Uh, we had five guys in double figures. Um, Evan Vitito led us with sixteen points. Uh, Billy Kindred had fourteen. Brother Cole Kindred had fifteen. Aiden Anderson had ten. Sawyer Stout had ten. Um, it was just it was just an all around um, good shooting night for us. We we shot the ball really well. We shared the ball. Um, we had twenty two assists on. 26 made baskets so you know that's that's you're moving the ball you're sharing it and it and it just all everything kind of clicked together uh neither team could really come up with too many stops during the game we we were thankful to get a, enough stops down the stretch um in the fourth quarter to be able to get the win but you know just for us it was a it was a great start to open up the new part of the season after the new years and, and you know and then we, hopefully that can just springboard us and keep us going here the second half of the season well, uh, um, Andy McGuire talked to me. Uh, he said that you had uh, you, you distributed the ball well. Uh, kind of a breakout game from Aiden Anderson. He thought that, you know, and, and I, I've been kind of noticing his spark and his energy and stuff. But he said uh, uh, Vivito was, uh, he had, he, he alluded that he maybe had some nagging injuries after football season or something. And that maybe this break kind of healed him up. And uh, uh, when he's going to perform like that, you're going to be able to beat almost anybody, aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he, he really has gotten better as the seasons went on. Like you said, he, he had a shoulder injury last game of the football season, um, so that's been been taped up, and I think it's been kind of hindering what he can do. Um, and so he was behind getting in shape, big basketball shape, I would guess. Um, through the first half of the season, but yeah, I think over the break he really made some big strides and 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 did a nice job of you know kind of getting himself back in there. You know, I mean, he was eight for ten from the field, but you know they didn't really have any big guys inside that should be able to stop him. And I thought this was one of the games where he made the statement that yeah, when we get the ball down inside to him, we're here he was going to score. So so that was nice to see. Um, it was obviously a great part of our offense to be able to get it down in there and see him score. Um, and do some things there. But like I said, our guards had to get the ball to him. So I thought they recognized it really well. Um, especially Cole Kendrick, he ended up getting eight assists on the ball game and just shared the ball with everybody. And, and, you know, so that was, that was nice to see. And, and, and I think Aiden Anderson, like you said, he is, he's, he's been getting better and he even, he took a couple questionable shots. And when he came out of the game, he said, yeah, I got to get better shot selection. And, but, you know, I thought he shot great from the, he, he made four or seven, shots from the floor so that was good um and i thought i thought getting dalton dodd back really made a def- defensive pressure for us i thought made a big difference too he'd been injured with his broken finger but he finally got to come back and play here um and so that that helped out with with connor strand out with his foot injury so that so i thought yeah just again all around great game by everybody well Vivito uh hadn't been necessarily uh the leading scorer by any any means uh prior to this, but is always was a very big presence. You know what I mean? Uh, you play a lot of guys with big bodies and uh, I never seen anybody push uh, Evan Vivito out of the way or, 
he's always there getting some good position and, and getting you some good rebounding and all that. Uh, talk to me about uh, Connor Stroud. He's a, 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 a foot injury. Uh, how long is he going to be out? Because he's also a big help and a big body. Yeah, he's um, just went to the doctor the other day, and they they he ended up putting him in a boot. So I I just one of those things where it's a tendon injury on the inside part of his foot. Um, so they gave him some stretches to do, and they kind of just kind of left it up to him to when he fee when he um, feels like he's ready to come back and ready to play. He just needs to, um, I think you know, just do some physical therapy type things, and and then hopefully we'll get him back here before too long, but we don't really have a timetable set on it. And when you've got a kid walking around with a boot on, it's, it makes it kind of tough to realize what, what you're looking for and what you're going to do. And, and it's a little different than having, you know, obviously just a sprained ankle or a, or even a fracture because those things will heal up in a timetable. So, so we're, we're just kind of just watching it and seeing how it goes. And when, and when he feels like he can get back to running and jumping and, and doing everything that he needs to be able to do, then, then we'll get him back in there and get back in the action. But but then, you know, we got to have somebody else take a spot. And I thought Aiden McGuire did a great job in the game against Montezuma. He came in, he made one or two baskets, uh, picked up a couple rebounds, um, and did a good job defensively of, of being able to play. And so I think that, so I think that was just a big thing for that. It's, it's kind of just got to get another person in there to play. But I think it did help Evan knowing that I'm going to stay in here a little bit longer. I need to stay out of foul trouble. I need to do some things a little bit more with, obviously, with him out. And I, and I thought he didn't do that. So, so that was good to see for our team. And I think one of our biggest things probably was the fact that we only turned the ball over nine times. I think I think if we take care of the basketball, we will um, get a chance to score. And we got some guys that, that can put the ball in the basket. And, I mean, like and like we didn't really talk about Sawyer. It was one of one of his poor shooting nights. He was only two for eight from the field. But he did some nice things at the free throw line, went five of six, kind of clinched the game down the stretch with a free throw. And so, so I thought he did a nice job of being able to finish things off. Um, and like I said, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think our guys care who scores as long as we as long as we get the win at the end of the game, and that's that's what our team basketball is all about. Uh, let's talk a little bit about just free throw shooting. You know, uh, uh, that's one thing that, uh, as I talk to coaches, they're they're a little disappointed in the overall uh, free throw shooting. Not just maybe not their team specifically, but they just feel like uh, uh, their goals for around sixty percent or something like that, and. Uh, they're not always seeing it, and there's some nights in that pretty bad uh, free throw shooting. Uh, how how important is free throw shooting to the Coyote Eagles? Who does it well, and are you satisfied uh, uh, with how we're doing it? Well, you talk about it percentage wise. We we do drills every day in practice where we try and get the kids to shoot seventy percent, um, or or we get a got to have some have little consequences i guess you'd say or some some extra conditioning if you can't get your seven out of ten each night um but in game wise yeah i think it's real important i mean and i think against the montezuma game we were eight for 15 which is not a great percentage just over 50 percent but um i guess what we did really well is we limited them they were only two for two so you know that, that obviously with a five point win we got six more free throws than them so that that was kind of the kind of the difference of the ball game. So, yeah, I think it's one of the things where we don't stress too much on it, but you obviously have to be able to work on it, be able to get guys to make free throws, especially in key situations. We did. We missed four free throws down the stretch, a couple of them one-and-ones. Um, so we try and – I guess our thing in practice, we try and stress it when you're tired. Conditioning, when you're tired, you got to be able to step to the line and, and make pressure free throws. So that's kind of the way we look at it. But, yeah, I definitely think it's an important part of the game. And, 
and I think every team needs to really improve on it. And I guess I I would like to see if shoot better than than sixty percent. I'd like to see you shoot about seventy percent. Um, but we got some guys that that can that can knock them down um, in in pressure situations. I know, like like I said, Sawyer went five for six. Cole Kidder went two for three. Um, and those are our guys that handle the ball a lot, so they're going to go to the line more. So that's those are the ones that I really need to be able to make those. And and Evan Benito again inside, he's usually pretty reliable, but he's he's he was zero for two. So again, just conditioning I think will help him get in there. And and it's just confidence. You got to have confidence when you step the line and and knock those shots down. Well, what about the other side of that? And and I'm wanting to talk about limiting fouls and uh, giving the other your opponent a bunch of free shots. Uh, uh, is that playing into the game and you said you know you didn't foul a lot uh in Montezuma and it worked out well yeah and, and that's exactly what happened we only had 18 fouls the whole game and we're, we're playing down the stretch with only five fouls um and I'm trying to get the kids instead of letting them get a three-point shot off I'm trying to get the kids to take a foul you know make, take the ball to bounce take some time off the clock um things like that it's one of those situations where we, we don't really get to work on a lot and practice that way but um but it's just something that as the kids play more they'll they'll get used to doing those kind of things but yeah, if you can limit your opponents to, like we said, only two free throws for a whole game. Um, obviously, Montezuma does a lot of three-point shooting, so they don't go to the basket as much. But you got to kind of understand, um, and I think our kids are getting better at it. We got to understand um, if a kid has you beat, he's going to get a layup. There's no reason to foul him and give him a three-point play. You might sometimes you got to, you know, live 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 for the next possession and just go on, let him have a basket and go to the other end, and and that keeps you out of foul trouble too. And and that was one of the things I think. With some of our guys getting hurt, our depth our depth went away a little bit. That that we had to you know keep our starters on the floor more. And I thought our guys did a great job of that. Nobody had more than two fouls in the entire game for our team. And I think that was I think that's a big key as we continue going down here in the in the second half of the season is is you know playing defense with your feet, not your hands, and and staying out of foul trouble. Well, uh, you've uh, I haven't seen Montezuma play. But I have talked to several coaches that have played him, and they describe him as a juggernaut. There's a, a fantastic guard play and a, a high score and highfalutin team, uh, uh, really gritty, uh, a real deal team. Uh, what did you think of him? What is the environment like in Montezuma to play? Uh, it's got to be a, a difficult place to go on the road and get a win. Uh, what was the atmosphere of the place like? Uh, 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 just tell us about the Montezuma experience. Well, and it's and it's become a great rivalry for us over the years. Um, we had a pretty good stretch there, you know, the last ten years where we were able to kind of take advantage of them. But the, we have we had beat them here for the last five five um, years. So, so it was a great. I mean, I think our kids were really focused and locked in to come play this game. Um, we obviously we got a lot of time to prepare for them over the Christmas break. I mean, we had six days of practice where we were kind of just focused in on this one game where you don't, you don't get that a lot during a, during the season, you know, where we play every Tuesday, Friday, you don't get a lot of time to just focus in on one team. Um, but we did, we, we just did that. Um, going into their gym, yeah, it's a tough place to play. They've, they've had tremendous success up there um, the last five years. Um, they, they've, they've, they've got a program built where, where kids just want to continue to keep striving to be the best and, and their fans, get behind them and support them and and i thought we kind of took the took that away early because we we started out boom we came out hit a three-pointer we got another basket we're you know we're up seven to two we're 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 rolling early so we kind of took the crowd out of it but they hit a buzzer beater at the end of the first quarter that got them back into it they hit a buzzer beater at halftime that that kept the game alive a four-point game they hit another buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter and, and then things started getting loud in there again and 
But it, but what I liked about our kids is every time they made a little run at us and got their crowd going, we, we were able to respond. We were able to come up with a basket either by getting inside or we get an offensive rebound kick out for a three and and you know and just kind of stymied what they were trying to do each time. But yeah, they those their, their kids play really well together. They they've got a system set in where where they like to shoot a lot of threes and and layups and you know it's kind of the way we like to play and. So it, it was a it was a fun atmosphere. It was an awesome. It was kind of like a tournament type atmosphere, and and I think that's only going to help us as we go down the stretch of the season too. Well, when your team is firing all all cylinders, it's just a thing of beauty to watch. Uh, they're really really impressive. You played a super strong schedule, and to come out nine and two uh, to this point with the schedule that you played with big wins over Montezuma and Bell Plain, uh, just to mention a few, taking down a big Louisa. Uh, uh, Muscatine uh, team, uh, and then just basically handling everybody on the schedules. The, you know, the 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 uh, only losing the you know top ten teams in the state. Uh, but uh, there's a couple of players I want to talk about. Uh, one I think is about the most improved player on the team uh, is Cole Kindred. Uh, his uh, guard play, uh, his ball distribution, his shooting, his getting to the free throw line, uh, his distribution. Leadership, uh, defense, everything seems like it's it's just uh, really accelerated this year. Uh, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Oh yeah, I think, and you know, it's a tribute to putting time in in the off season. He's a kid that every opportunity that he could get, he's he's playing basketball, he's shooting, he's working on his game. Um, you know, so I think that stuff all leads into obviously having more success once the season starts and you know it's it's nice to see and i know him and him and his brother billy they they are they're always got a ball in their hands they're always playing they're going after each other and, and like i said sawyer jumps in there with them and they're those three guys just they continue to work on the game all the time and and want to get themselves better but yeah i think cole's really stepped up as a leader um out on the floor he doesn't say a lot i said he's a pretty quiet kid he doesn't say a whole heck of a lot um but he, but he, he lets his play, you know, talk for him, and and that's always that's kind of nice to see. Um, defensively, obviously, I'm trying to get him to talk a little bit more on the defensive end, but 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 you know that'll just come with more playing and more maturity and things like that. But I think yeah, he's really bossing him into to one of the better guards in our conference, obviously, and and he's you know he's doing great things for us on all aspects of things. He can get in there and rebound. He's a he's a strong kid. He's put together really well. So he's he's worked in the weight room really hard. Um, and I think all that stuff just, you know, carries over into into this season and, hope you know, continue on to next season and, and pretty much everything, every sport he does. I mean, he had a great football season. He had a good baseball season last year. And uh, golf, he's a, he's a good golfer. So, yeah, I mean, he's just a well-rounded athlete. And those are, the, those are the type of kids you want out there on the floor with you. And those are the type of kids you want to go to battle with. Yeah, uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Now, the other boy I want to talk to you about is Aiden Anderson. Uh uh, I, I know him as a tremendous athlete, you know, I mean, that, that's really very obvious. Uh, but he comes out, he always comes out on the floor with a lot of energy. He seems to be a little inspirational to his teammates and uh, the, the, the crowd seems to really uh, like him. And we're starting to see him, you know, go from five, six points a game to 10 points a game. Uh, what are you seeing out of him in the second half? How can we utilize him to where, uh, uh, he's making bigger contributions. Well, uh, yeah, one of the things is he's kind of a tough matchup for people, too. I mean, he's, he's about 6'3", left-handed, which I think gives him an advantage. A lot of people aren't ready for that, so he's able to come up. He's able to run the left side of the floor for us and 
and finish that finish at the basket on the left-handed side, which is which in a high school that's kind of tough for a lot of kids to do because most everybody's right-handed and probably seventy-five to eighty percent of everything is run to the right to the right side of the floor. But we're able to go to the left side with him and be able to get in there. He can get in there and rebound. He mixes it up. Um, and again, another kid that that doesn't say a whole lot. He just he just comes out and works hard, um, takes care of his business, does what he needs to do. Um, excellent kid in the school. You know, you, you don't ever see him getting in trouble or doing anything like that. And, and like you said, I think he's a well-liked kid. Everybody, I mean, he's very, very sociable with everybody. But again, when it's time to work and time to get things done, he, he does that. So he's helping us by picking up some rebounds here and there. But And obviously, if he can get a few baskets, um, when he when he's I mean he doesn't shoot a lot of three pointers, but if he can knock one or two of those down a game, that's just an added boost to our offense, and and it opens up other guys, and and I think that's what he kind of plays off of too, and and you know so it's, so it's been nice to see his his um, maturity process come into play too, where where he's just continued to get better um, throughout the seasons. I mean he he puts a lot of time in in the off season too, shooting and things like that, and and again well rounded athlete. He's he's a football player. He's going to go out for golf again this year. So, obviously, a, a great baseball player. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, again, just, just what we like to see here is just well-rounded athletes and kids that go out there and, and do what they need to do. This is why I love talking to coaches. You know, uh, you reminded me that he's left-handed. Because uh, there was something different about him, you know, that you could see some kind of different approach that he was taking. And and I'm going to uh, attribute all that to him being left-handed and uh, – uh, yeah, uh, that's another tool you got in a toolbox. Well, Coach, would you have one guy uh, have 30 points a game or four guys have 10 or more? Well, I think team-wise, you you want the five guys because they score more than 10 points because, that, I mean, that just keeps everybody involved. And, you know, they, and, and so everybody's, I'm a part of this. I'm, I'm going to play harder on defense because if I get out and run, I'm going to get a layup. My, my buddies are going to pass me the ball. And, and so, so, I mean, you, you obviously want to see – well-rounded scoring from everybody, I think. But if somebody gets hot one night, they're cashing in 25 or 30, I think our guys will continue to feed them the ball. And, and you just got to do that. He, and Billy Kindred was like that the other day. He, he came out in the third quarter, hit a couple three-pointers, and our guys just said, hey, keep feeding him and, and let him go. And he, he racked up, six, you know, eight to ten points right there in a real quick run. And and I think that's a nice tribute to our team, too, is we, we see that, we recognize that, and, and the kids don't care. Like I said, they don't care who's scoring. They just – they just want to get the W at the end of the night. Well, uh, Billy Kindred is an example of a, a very young player that's making huge strides, developing, and he's really become a huge weapon for the Coyote Eagles. But you got also got a bunch of weapons that are coming off of the bench. You got three point shooters. You got uh, guys that can give you good minutes and play solid, and uh, uh, they can come in, you know, uh, at the end of games when you're winning, and they can come in in big important games against the Montezumas and the Linville Sullies and give you some good solid minutes there too, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I guess one of the biggest things is, is in practice. And that's why I, I, I try and stress to the kids all the time that you can't go out there and just beat teams on Tuesdays and Friday nights. If you don't have guys in practice competing hard against each other every time. And, and I think right now our, our five on five drills that we do, we're very competitive. Our guys are getting after each other. There's there's many a nights where our second team guys are are out playing the the starting five, and and that makes it tough on me. But it's a it's a great problem to have. I I got confidence on guys when they go in. I know like Aiden McGuire and 
Tanner Waterhouse, Chase Searin, Chase Hafley, um, Dalton Dodd, obviously. That, I mean, those guys play a lot together in practice. And so when they get a chance to come in the game, they want to prove themselves too. And, and I think that's what they've been doing. And, and, we, and I feel confident putting any of them in the game at any situation. Um, we talk all the time that, you know, it's only a 32-minute game, so not everybody's going to get as many minutes as, as some people. And, and you just have to understand that. you got to accept the role that you have. And when you get an opportunity, go take advantage of it. And I think so far, this first half of the season, I think our kids have done that. They've really bought into that. And I told them, I said, I know it's, it's not as much fun sitting on the sideline, but you've got you to find your role. you got to – I mean, if it's, if it's one night where you're just cheering, you're high-fiving everybody, that might be what it is for that night. And, and then another night, you might get 10 minutes on the floor. So, you, so you just – and you got to get prepared. you got to prepare yourself. And I think our kids mentally prepare themselves and – and they get ready to do that, and, and it's nice to see, and it makes makes my job a lot easier. Well, tonight we've got uh, uh, well, we started uh, uh, some home home games. Uh, we got uh, HLV Warriors tonight, and then uh, we got North Mahaska coming up, and uh, that's going to be a big uh, juggernaut game. We're going to round guy game of the week that one. Uh, but you, uh, uh, but let's not let's not skip over that one. Let's talk about tonight's game. Uh, we got like a middle of the road team. I, I, I'm kind of, I've looked them over. They, they kind of remind me of a Sigourney. A Sigourney is the team that uh, 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 could beat you. You know, uh, these middle of the road teams are kind of dangerous, especially to a, a team that is nine and two, you know, and, and got a big game coming up after this. Uh, so how can we stay focused on this game? What are they going to do well? And what's the keys for us to, to uh, put another win on the board? Well, they got they've got a really good point guard um, in Landon Hall. He averaged about sixteen points a game, and like you said, it this this is a trap game for us. I mean, obviously coming off of a Montezuma win, and I know our kids are looking at North Mahaska, and and, and we and I talked about it in practice. I just I told them I said, you know, you can't you can't fall prey to this. You have to get yourself prepared, ready to go. Um, we got a big chili supper going on tonight from our booster club, um, so hopefully we'll get a nice nice crowd in here. Um, come help help cheer them on, but yeah, we just this team will shoot the three. They'll they'll drive to the basket, and like you said, they're they're a team that can knock you off. They've got they, you know they have three conference wins. It's not one that you can take lightly. You have to um you have to come in prepared. Um, so we'll get our kids focused. Uh, and you know, like I said I if I didn't I didn't not address it. I addressed it. I talked to the kids about it, so they understand um, exactly what's at hand here and. And obviously, obviously, after beating Montezuma, we we kept ourselves in a in a conference title race. Um, so you know you can't you can't take a night off. And and this is another one of those teams where we've we've had tremendous success over the years against them. And and so they're going to come out. They're going to they have nothing to lose. They're going to come out and they're going to play as hard as they can. We we have to make sure we match that intensity from the get go and 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 share the ball and play like we did the other night. I always stress that don't play the level of your competition. You know, you've got to play your best basketball every single night. And some nights I know it's it's tough to do, but I think our kids will be up to the challenge. And and I guess we'll find out is when we get playing. Yeah, it's uh, really been a great season. Uh, I have so enjoyed being uh, associated with the Kyoto Eagles. Uh, you wouldn't, I mean, I'm telling you, newspapers, radios, television stations are texting me. What's the Kyoto Eagles doing tonight? You know, and uh, uh, when I sent out the text uh, from the uh, Montezuma win, man, you really opened some eyes. I really think that was a big win, and uh, um, uh, I think you're really standing tall in this conference, and it's loaded with great teams. And uh, 
my saying is there, you, you, you're never more than – you live in southeast Iowa. You're never more than 15 miles from a great basketball game. So I think you guys are all a big part of that. Well, anything you want to say uh, uh, in the pregame show here before we get started with the game tonight? No, we're just, I think we're ready to go and ready to get after it. And like I said, hopefully people are tuned in and listen, and then we'll hopefully after the game be able to talk about a win. Well, you mentioned the chili supper. That's got me a little intrigued. Could you expand on that? We have our booster club is putting on a chili supper at 5 o'clock tonight, uh, 5 to 6.30 in our cafeteria. Uh, chili, cinnamon rolls, uh, lemonade. Um, always a We do it every single year, just a great fundraiser thing to help um, get some money in our booster club and, and support our kids. Get, you know, let the kids get in there and eat and have a good night and, and talk and hang out with people and talk to fans and stuff like that. So, so it'll so be a fun night. So, yeah, if you get a chance, get out here to, to the – cafeteria before the game and then find a good seat in the gym and be ready to watch some good basketball i think our girls team's gonna have a good game too tonight they are they're focused in this will be a good good matchup for them also and hopefully both teams come away with a win yeah that would be that would be a stellar a stellar night well i i brought my grandson and a friend of his uh so i think it was the linville Sully game it was a friday night game uh they he was this kid was coming over staying over at school they decided to come and uh, they asked me last night, I said, what, when is Kyoto going to play home game again, you know? And I said, Friday night. And uh, so now uh, he's, my grandson's coming, his friend's coming, and they're bringing another friend because it, it's, a, uh, my point is it's a good time and it pays off. Uh, and it's a great atmosphere and there's nothing else like it. And you got the greatest student section of all the state of Iowa, I think. They're just, they're so festive, you know. Uh, they, they wear fun outfits and ugly sweaters, and they cheer, and it's, uh, well, buckle your seatbelt, listeners. Uh, we're getting ready for the Coyote Eagles and the L, uh, uh, play the Warriors tonight. That'll be it. So, thanks a lot. Yep, and I'll throw in there, tonight's theme is Western night, so come dressed as a cowboy, I guess. Oh, uh, perfect, because I, <laughs> I just got a terrible, a terrible haircut, so I've got to get a, uh, I was going to wear get some kind of a hat, but. I have a cowboy hat hats on then. I got a George Strait shirt too. I can wear. There you go. So, yep, it's Western theme night, so our our kids will be pumped up, fired up. Oh, with that I, I love a good theme night. Uh, all right, people, uh, get ready. Uh, we're going to have a, a hoedown tonight, and uh, hopefully, we're going to be celebrating another Kyoto Eagles victory uh, right there at the Eagles Nest. So, uh, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Here comes the game. All righty. Well, uh, we got done listening to Coach Stout and the pregame show. We are ready for some action as HLV Warriors come into the Eagles' nest to take on the Kyoto Warriors, who just came off a great big win at Montezuma. Uh, tell our listeners, uh, Andy, about the win we got at Montezuma. A big win on um, what night was it? About Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yeah, it takes Kyoto Eagles to 9-2. and two. Guard-heavy play for Montezuma. Uh, first win, I think, in five years at Montezuma for Kyoto. So, great big win for Kyoto. Nice to put themselves in a better spot in the Sickle Conference. Get that win against Montezuma. Well, the Lady Eagles got a uh, two-point win. Uh, their first win uh, at home and their fourth win on the Let's listen to the uh, starting line. As a reminder, this first 
and negative comments and acts directed towards athletes, coaches, fans, or officials are unacceptable in this educational environment. Please be a good sport for your school and community. And now it's time for the starting laps. First for the Warriors, number two, Peyton Rock. And for your Kiona Eagles, number 10, Aiden Anderson! I really like that kid. For the Warriors, number 14, Jack Chase. <laughs> and for the Eagles, number 15, Cole Dickerman! Well, he's only been playing great lately. Next for yes, he has. Big Kino game against Montezuma. They're like 15 points. Cole Kimball. And for Kyoto, number 24, Sawyer Stout. For the Warriors, number 35, Landon Hall. And for Kyoto, number 34, Evan Minichel. Oh, he's strong, isn't he? Broad shoulders, big boy. Looks like a train. And for the Eagles, number 40, Billy Kendrick. I think HLV leads the league in facial hair. And coaches for the Eagles, head coach Damon Stout and assistant coach Zach Jameson. Have you ever had a beer? No, you think you have one now, actually. I don't pay much attention. No? <laughs> that is a pretty good, healthy beard on number 44 down there. It's outstanding. Yeah, he's a man. A man amongst boys. He's got kind of that shaggy haircut, too. Here's the tip-off. Evan Vimito gets it. Uh, no, it was picked up by 14. There's a foul over and back already. Over and back on the tip-off. I haven't seen that before. Ray Liotta with a call right in front of him. Ray Liotta was right there doing his job. Little explanation, Ray Liotta and uh, Walter Mathau are uh, explaining to the HLV coach. The HLV assistant coach has quite a beard. and uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. But the uh, Jufro, it seems like. Yes, uh, yes. That's a cruel little trick God played on the Jews, I think. Uh, number three has a good little beard down there, too. That's yeah. just the, uh, that's the chin strap down there. It's like a 1970s motorcycle helmet, no face mask, just chin strap. Ray Liotta and uh, Charles Bronson, very clean shape. Uh, after a 14-minute uh, explanation, we're going to start the game again here. You got your pocket rules book with you? This All is right, like a uh, little league ball. To He's driving over to Sawyer Stout, over to Billy Kindred. Ball is tipped around. The ball is intercepted by. He might have traveled a little bit with it. But what a great play by Sawyer Stout. He, he just stepped in between the pads there. His uh, momentum carried his feet a little bit too far. But uh, HLB with the ball, no, no shots, no score yet. 
Sawyer Stout, defendant number two, number 14 to number 23. Do you got any names on these guys? Or? Oh, that's a nice shot. We got number one. Got 35, Landon Hall, or is it 23? 35. 35, Landon Hall. He is the team leading scorer. Really good ball player, number 35. Boys down. And he scores! Boys so down off glass. HLV set up in a little 2 3 zone. He ought to bring in the full court press. He's got moving the ball around. Something traveling. Shoeless Joe Jackson with the traveling call on number 35, Landon Hall. The uh, coach of the uh, HLB is, is going to have a break of blood vessel here in a little bit. Have to get some heart pressure medicine up for 24. First three. Sawyer Stout. Sawyer Stout with five points in a minute. Here comes. Here they go, 35, he's driving to the basket, Kindred stops, it's a, looks like this killed a ball, looks it like is it went off of Billy Kindred, but, tipped off the HLV, they're back, there's Cole, that's a Cole Kindred with the ball, I believe, down to Stout, down to Anderson, back to Kindred, Stout, this is a three-point shot, too much gas on Sawyer shot turns there. It, turns the ball over. 35, 23, number two, and a 14, 14 to two. As HLV, uh, the Warriors are trying to find something they can get the ball to. Back to number 35, 35 to 23. Stout on him, Kindred on him too. Number two has the ball, number 14. You got any names for these guys? I'm struggling. There is a tip by Cole Kinder. Uh, went out of bounds. Boy, he is trying. So here we go. Landon Hall, number 35, to inbound the ball to number 14, Jack Cheney. We got number 23's Ethan Licht. Number 44, Xander McCauley. And number two is Peyton Roth. Got a little dispute here on, I think, what's supposed to be on the shot clock. Seven seconds on the shot clock. So here comes the ball. Jack Cheney inbounds the Trying to get in there. They really don't have a lot of time. There's four seconds, three seconds. They get a shot off. They miss. It does not hit the... Well, I don't know why they gave him a new shot clock. It didn't hit the rim, did it? Yeah, it should have been a shot clock violation. I'm going to agree with Ray Liotta on that one. But well, I tell you, you know, you might be sleeping with the fishes, concrete shoes, if you say too much to Ray Liotta. So you think I'm funny? <laughs> Am I here to amuse you? Is that what you're saying? 24. Am I a clown? Kendrick trying to move it around. He gets the ball to Billy. Billy to Cole. Aiden Anderson by three is off the rim. Rebound by number 35, Landon Hall. Five Pushing three. up the court. 
Number 23, Ethan Lick, coming across the top of the key. Over to number two, Peyton Roth. 35. He's the guy with the shot, the points they got. Down in the corner, 23, trying to drive. Aiden Anderson trying to help out. Vivito. Billy Kinder trying to get in on it. Everybody's in on this defense here. Stout, they try to get the ball inside to the bearded guy. Number two. And they do not get a shot off. That's two times in a row. Excellent defense. Two times down the court for Kyoto Eagles. Pretty much. Billy Kindred into Cole Kindred. Double shot clock violation here. Back to back. Aiden Anderson over to Sawyer. Sawyer to Billy Kindred. Billy Kindred over to Aiden Anderson. Sawyer trying with a shot. It's up. It's a uh, misses. And 35 comes down with it for HLB. The Warriors are on the drive. They get the ball in the middle. A little bit of luck. trouble getting a handle on it, and they lose the ball. Vivito uh, blocks it. Sawyer now comes up with it. Still! Still! Let it all out! These Sawyer. are the things I can't do without. It's seven to three. As Sawyer Scout has all the points. Sawyer Stout, seven points for the Kyoto Eagles. Score seven to three, HLB. Uh, with a little bit of a slow start here, Landon Hall, number 35, team leading scorer by about a factor of three. If you're looking for a Johnny Cash song, I can't highly recommend enough the song Big River. Uh, a lot of the action in the Iowa. He, he mentions Iowa in several songs. Uh, Davenport. Yeah, Davenport. Uh, also, uh, he talks about Oskaloosa. There's a place that he goes in uh, uh, I've Been Everywhere. Sioux City, Mason City, Fort Dodge. Oh, and I've been everywhere. Number 23 inside in the paint to number 14. He's trying to put it up. Vivito. Vivito, a little bit too much action in there, but uh, he was denying that shot one way or the other. Charles Bronson on the call. Walter Matthau giving a little explanation here. Dalton Dodd, number 22, I believe. Walter Matthau seems to be unusually happy here. Here's the free throw. He makes it. 7-4. HLB trying to crawl back into this. Aiden Anderson getting a little break. 22 comes in, I think. Yeah. Dalton Dodd came in for Aiden Anderson, and we got number 14, Jack Cheney, for HLB out the line. And he makes them both. And it's seven to five. Cool Kindred. Dodd's got the ball over to Sawyer. He shoots a three from way downtown. The ball goes out of bounds, and it's back over to HLV. HLV trying to get back into the, a tie or a, a lead here on this possession. Well, one bearded guy goes out, another bearded guy comes in. I think there's a, some kind of a. Uh, Mandatory Ooh, beard uh, in the lineup. Twenty-one, back to twenty-three, back to three. This is the new guy with the beard. Who's what's his name? Number three. Number three would be Boston York. There's a shot by thirty-five in and out. Bivato with the rebound and a couple shoulders and a hip and a knocking people down left and right. Please come to Boston. 
is a song written by David Allen Coe, you know. Evan Benito with a little jumper. Nine to five. Oh, God jumps a pass here. Billy Kendrick inside. Oh, oh Evan Bimito. Oh, the ball's taken away. He's trying to get it to him underneath the basket. Number 23, Ethan Licks with the steal there. Good it's feet nine attempt. 9 to 5. 14 to 21. 21 to 23. 23 to 25, 25 penetrates, dishes it off the 14 under the basket. Back has the 23, number three from the outside. He shoots the three, but it misses. Stout, Stout, let it all out. Stout Incorporated. 11 to five, a two point basket for Stout. Stout has 11, HLV has five. Got some substitutions coming in here. Got Tanner Waterhouse coming in for Sawyer Stout. Aiden McGuire coming in for Billy Kindred. Getting a few minutes to rest here. There's one minute and uh, 52 seconds left. 21 gets the ball. Evan Vivito puts up a defense. He, he uh, isn't able to score. Number uh, five has the ball. And the number 15, 20, 34, which is Vivito. Number five. 23 shoots at Anderson, or that's a McGuire. And uh, we run off a few seconds with nothing happening, essentially. Ball's out to 23 for HLV. We get it to 35. 35 has a three already today. 21's coming in. Sawyer Stout looks like he's going to come back in. So is Aiden Anderson. 35, looking for somebody. He finds number three. Back to 23, there's seven seconds left to get the shot off. And it is rebounded by a young man named McGuire. I think I'm Toby McGuire. There. There's a shot. Oh, he missed it. But Aiden McGuire gets the ball. Rebounded and missed. Number three, the big bearded man comes down with it. 45 seconds left. Here comes 35. Here comes 35. He's dribbling the ball all the way across the 21. The number three is a three-pointer from NBA range. It misses. There's the ball. Billy Kinder has it. He shoots. He misses. Number three rebounds it. The ball across court. Number 35. HLB slows it down. Set up another shot. They've got 11 seconds, 10 seconds, 9, 8. And they're trying to psych him out. And he throws the ball out of bounds uh, for no apparent reason. Landon Hall chucks it up. Not sure where he's going with that. Out there. So there's four seconds. We could get a shot here. Well, we're going to see what we can do. There's four, three, two, nothing. They get a wild shot off, but it's nowhere near the basket. Well, that's the end of the first period. First period brought to you by Beta Salons of Coralville Island. Davis Salons making you look pretty if you need it. Shannon Kennard will work magic. She'll even make you look good, Dave. I need some help. I am not. Uh...
I've been cutting my own hair for too long. So I'm running out of hats. I need hats, stock caps, anything so I can go out in public. The boy named Sue, black hat, poor haircut. Shannon will fix that up, I guarantee it. You ever hear the song Delia's Gone? Uh, I think so. That's another good Johnny Cash song. I'm sure I have. That sounds like a B-side. He would have uh, he would have married Delia if he hadn't shot her. He'd have had him for had her for his wife. Delia's gone one more time. Delia's gone. There he goes. There is Stoyer Stout with a three-point shot. It's in and out, but Bivino, or no, Billy Kindred with a putback. Finally, somebody besides, or was that Aiden McGuire? Who was that? That was Billy Kindred. Billy Kindred. There's the ball. Number three has it. He's being pressured. Who's this number five? Tanner Waterhouse, your favorite right fielder. He makes his presence known right away. Well, you're right about that. Sawyer Stout. Billy Kindred looking at the other side. Aiden Anderson gets the ball. Back to the right fielder, Tanner Waterhouse. Tanner penetrates. He gets the ball slapped. He picks it back up again. Gets it out to Sawyer Stout. Sawyer comes in. He picks the ball out to Tanner. As usual, leading the team in rebounds, and you see that activity right there. Good. Round and round it goes. They take a shot into the three, and it's good, and it's 15 to 8. That's the first score they've had in a while. But Sawyer Steph trying to bring it right to the basket, gives it back to Billy. Billy into Aiden Anderson. Aiden Anderson over to Stout. Stout has Billy inside, but the big bearded man is on him. There's a shot by, and it's in! Stout gets back on the board. So you're getting to work again. 17 to 8. Oh, the big man with the beard! Number 44 puts two points on the board. And here comes Stout. He's always, he likes to move the ball quick, don't he? There goes Billy Kindred. Oh, and the wholesale changes here. Here comes Billy Kindred. Off to Tanner Waterhouse, throws it over to Billy Kindred. The ball slapped around a little bit. They got control of it. Ten seconds left. Inside to McGuire, outside to Stout, Stout to Billy Kindred for three. In and out. This big uh, number forty-four with that uh, massive uh, TV top beard there. Uh, he is a, a, a force to reckon with, isn't he? He's a fella. He's a big fella. Aiden McGuire is pushing him around. He shoves it back around 35. He takes in. He comes to the basket. He misses. Billy Kendrick with the rebound. Tries to dish it to Tanner Waterhouse. He saves it, but uh, it comes away. There's a drive by 35. HLB scores. But they don't add the foul, so that's good. 17-12. Kyoto still with the lead. Three-point shot for Sawyer Stout, in and out. It really was the guys down there to rebound for him. Number two. 
Take over for a minute, Coach. I'm, I'm Ten four, Landon uh, Paul at the top of the key, dribbling around here, getting ready to feed it over to number uh, 21, Lane Conway. Conway with the shot. No good. Rebounded by Aiden McGuire. Bringing it up the court over to Sawyer Stout. Sawyer Stout bringing it up the court. Aiden Anderson over to Tanner Waterhouse. Down to Aiden on the block. Kicks it back out to Billy Kindred. Billy dribbles over to Sawyer. Sawyer feeds across the Tanner to Aiden Anderson to Billy Kindred. Shot up and good. Good ball movement there for the Eagles. Number three with the beer. They got two beers in at the same time. This will not bode well for Kyoto if they get three more beers in against us. Oh, oh. White. Red ball. Red ball. Ray Leo called it red. Like a pinball machine in there bouncing off everything. We got a pinball wizard. Line change. Good. We got a wholesale change area. Chase here on the floor. Number 20, freshman Chase Hayfley. 15, uh, Cole Kindred. 34, Evan Vitito. 22, Dalton Hodge. When they get the ball to 44 inside, he scores. He just did again. It's 19 to 14 now. It's the power of the beard. And the ball is stolen away. 35, they're trying to get right back into it. And they do. 19 to 16. Uh, this lineup hasn't quite gelled yet. It's on the floor here. 22, 11, back to 22, he dishes it out to 20, 20 to 11, 11 to 22, 22 inside of Bimito, he's going to the line. They got a number foul on number 14, Jack Cheney for HLV, Evan Bimito and Hack to shoot, he'll have a few shots. This uh, half is brought to you by a beta salon, Charles Bronson with the call. 34, Evan Vinito makes the front end of the first of two free throws. 20 to 16. This is that one. The beard, the beard of wonder, number 44, gets the ball. It is 335 left in this uh, first half. Xander McCoy. You have to have a name like Xander to have a beard like that. Vivito, boy, this is two big boys pushing on each other. Vivito gets the better of it. And uh, Yoda has the ball back. Cole Kendrick's in there. Vivito's in there. Back to Kendrick. Back to 20. Back to 11. Is that 20? Is that Tanner Waterhouse? Number 20 is Chase Hafley. Chase Hafley. Cole Kendrick. Who's this number 11? Number 11 is Chase Searin. Ball is tipped here. Ball is tipped here. It's 20 to 16. Wow. Two minutes and 38 seconds left. A little difference of opinion on the referees. I think that Reliota is a better wise guy than the Zebra, I'd say, but... Much respect to those that do this job. Tough thing to do. We got number 23 here for HLV. Ethan Licht inbound at number 35, Landon Hall. There's a shot for three pointer. In and out. Number 14 crashes in. Tries to put it back up. It's in and out. Billy Kindred. 
Sawyer stat. We're back with some more. It's a, the here, here comes Billy Kinder. He shoots it over to 22. Back to Sawyer. Plenty of time on the shot clock. He shoots it up, hits the rim, back to HLB. We're struggling a little bit all of a sudden, aren't we? Kind of some sloppy play here. Tough to get the basket, the ball in the basket. Well, when uh, when uh, the Kyoto Eagles are firing all cylinders, they're a thing of beauty to watch. But here comes the 35. He's pushing the ball around, trying to get it up. Uh, 32. One, who, is that Hayfley? Uh, Dalton Dodd, number 22. Dalton Dodd, there. Dalton Dodd, man, there's a lot of contact on that play. Don Dog's going to sit down, and Aiden, Aiden Anderson is coming in. We've rotated ourselves back into the starting five for Kyoto. There's a shot. There's a shot. 15, 10, Billy Kendrick over to Stout. He's trying to penetrate. He dishes it back off to Cole Kendrick. Back to Aiden McGuire. Anderson. Aiden Anderson for three. He misses. Rebound goes back to Yoda and Sawyer Stout with two more points. That's that little Sawyer runner down the lane, off glass, in for two. There's 14 where HLB penetrates. He takes a pump. He takes a shot. It doesn't drop, but it's intercepted. Uh, Charles Monson calls a foul on uh, Aiden Anderson. A little metal laps there on the outlet from Aiden. Didn't watch to see where Landon Hall was. Landon Hall, really quick player, gets the steal and the foul on uh, Aiden Anderson. We've got less than a minute, 59 seconds to be exact. Walter Mantho uh, taking a chance to catch up on his breath, and they miss. Still 22-16. First half, kind of low scoring first half, I have to say. And he missed again, and Aiden Anderson there for the rebound. Cole Kendrick with the ball. Pitched it out to Billy. Billy travels. I don't know what he was doing there. Double dribble, a little sloppy play here. I didn't see it. I see it. Coach Stout is unhappy. Traveling right back at you. Waltz right there to catch that one. And Cole Kendrick has the ball at the top of the key. Sawyer Stout takes a three-point shot, and it goes. 25-16, Kyoto with the advantage. I believe yeah. Sawyer Stout has more yeah. points than HLB by himself. 30 second timeout for 30 HLB. 30 second here. timeout for HLB. 26 seconds left on the clock. They're probably wanting to kind of drain the clock down, work, work the ball, and then try to get the last shot off. Uh, I like the way they played the last few minutes. Well, we are here at that Eagles now. The first half is a beta salon, the Coralville Island presents the first half of uh, what's turning out to be a pretty great game for the Kyoto homestand for the home folks. 
because it's 25-16. HLV will try to drain some clock and try to get the last shot here with less than 20 seconds left. They're just kind of dribbling the ball around, passing it around, trying to – there's 12 seconds left, there's 10 seconds left, there's 9 seconds left, there's 7 seconds left. Ball's out of bounds. The student section tries to trick them, make them think there's less time. 23 inbounds. They're going to have to get it up. They do. They miss. 24. They put back and they miss it again. And that's the. And there we go. Well, you want to go over the. Let our listeners know what happened here in this first half. Yeah, uh, Sawyer Stout came out hot and heavy there early, scored the first seven points for Kyoto. Um, end up 25-16 here right before halftime. Two fouls, team fouls for each team, so only four fouls called in that first half. Kyoto the nine-point advantage, uh, getting a lot of substitution in, whole line changes at times. I think that uh, maybe in the second half we'll settle in, go back to the five starters and see what takes off. Coach Stout does an excellent job making adjustments at halftime. Um, come out a little sloppy. I think there might be a little bit of a hangover from that Montezuma game for Kyoto. Uh, lots of guard play from um, uh, HLV. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, Landon Hall is uh, just as good as Build, um, really kind of carrying the team, it looks like, here a little bit. And then uh, Xander McCoy with that healthy beard. I'm, I'm impressed with that in and of itself, you know. Being Western Knight here, it kind of looked like a Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, when they put, they get a lot of facial hair going on, and it's just intimidating. And uh, uh, the guys with the facial hair are pretty solid, big, strong kids. Uh, 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 number 44, whatever his name is. He's, Xander McCauley. Yeah, he's the biggest one on the whole. Uh, he's, and he's not really a basketball body for a guy that big. He's a big, square, uh, heavy guy. Well, it is Western night here, Western theme night. Uh here I'm uh, dressed half as Johnny Cash, half as uh, John Travolta from uh, Urban Cowboy, and uh, another half Garth Brooks, I think. Uh, well, the math don't really add up on that one, but uh, three that, is, that is how uh, – uh, in fact, we played three halves. Three halves, so you're 150% man. That's what you are, Dave. That's, well, uh, I am a, a Western-themed individual. Uh, I like uh, all kinds of music, both Merle and Haggard. Uh, so uh, we got that going for us. Well, anything? Oh, before we uh, wrap up the first half coverage, there was a chili uh, uh, supper, chili and cinnamon rolls, which I found to be a delightful combination. What were we uh, doing, raising money for something? Or? Tonight was Kyoto Athletic Boosters Appreciation Night. So if you remember the boosters, you sponsor the boosters, you come in and you eat for free. Have some chili, have some uh, cinnamon roll, lemonade, water, whatever your drink of choice is. And, uh, yeah, it was a good night. A lot of good turnout. Good way to say thank you. There's a lot of good uh, sponsors here up in the uh, corner of the gym, the 2022-23 Athletic Booster Sponsors. Have you ever seen that many sponsors on a board in uh, 1A school? Uh, Dave, lots of great support here. Lots of great support from our sponsors, the Davis Salon and Physical Therapy Services. Uh, Davis in Coralville, Iowa. Shannon Kendry can fix you up. And then Physical Therapy Services in Kelowna, which is not far from anything that we listen to. You know, we cover Southeast Iowa. Kelowna is pretty much right in the heart of the mix. And the Packwood Locker, 
Packwood, Iowa, uh, another great sponsor of Round Guy Radio, uh, Michael Berger Farms, and uh, uh, Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, uh, Iowa. We are back at the Eagles Nest as we're about to start the second quarter. As uh, I'm going to take a few pictures, and Andy McGuire is going to take you through the first few minutes. Yeah, coming back to you, 25-16. Kyoto has the lead. Getting ready to start the third period here in about five seconds. So we'll get you going here as soon as the ball gets inbounded. This half is brought to you by Physical Therapy Services of HLB's getting ready to inbound the ball. We got number two, Peyton Roth, on the inbound. Going to pass it off to number 35, Landon Hall. Here we go, underway. Number 14 for HLB, getting ready to kick it up. And it is good. Little jumper to get the ball uh, half started. Number 14, Jack Cheney. Sawyer Stout bringing the ball up the court. Getting ready to dish it off to Cole Kindred. Cole Kindred to Aiden Anderson in the corner. Billy Kindred back out to Cole Kindred. Billy to Aiden Anderson. Back to Cole. Cole Kindred looking for the feed. Sawyer Stout, three-point land. Back out to Cole Kindred. Chip from Landon Hall. Landon Conrad, uh, Landon Hall. Aiden Anderson back up to Sawyer Stout. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Sawyer's dribbling up top. Cole Kindred to Evan. Good though. Evan for the shot. Off the back of the iron, and the foul, number 40, Billy Kinder going to line shooting two free throws. Number 14, Jack Cheney with the foul for HLB. 40 with his uh, number Billy, number 40, Billy Kinder with his first two. Well, describe no uh, these uniforms HLB's wearing for our listeners. Yeah, red uh, uni with a black trim. Uh, kind of a sharp looking outfit, really. I like that black and red. It's kind of fluorescent looking, you know. I mean, it really stands out. And Billy Kendrick drills one. It's 26 to 18 with seven minutes left in the third quarter. Brought to you by Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna, Iowa. Number 14 with the ball for HLB at the top of the key, drifting off the two. 2 2 35. Who's this 35? Landon Hall. He's the big player, isn't he? He Landon is. Landon Hall gets inside to 44. The travel or something. Uh, lane violation on uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. Wasn't there a movie by Robert Redford about Jeremiah Johnson? Yeah, Robert Redford with a lane violation. Deer Hunter. Do you think Robert Redford will ever uh, uh, referee one of our games? I don't know. You know, he's playing on the block down here tonight. I hope he does. I'm hoping so. Sawyer's down in the key inside. He got in the paint, uh, missed it, but Billy Kendrick gets the rebound. Back to Sawyer's down into Evan Vivitel. He takes a short jumper. He misses. The ball's out to 35. He's driving it all the way in. He misses. Sawyer's down on the defense. Paul Kendrick to try to steal it from behind, but he gets a shot off. Misses. The ball's in by Aiden Anderson. Oh, and it's. Slaps away by the bearded wonder. Robert Redford keeps it from getting turned over. Or out of bounds, I should say. Get the ball out of bounds. It's going back to Keota Peyton Roth for HLV, just a little bit too tall for number 35. Landon Holmes. A lot of these uh, HLV players sucking wind right now. Oh, they got slapped the ball away from Connor. 
Walker Sawyer. He gets it up, misses it. Big bearded wonder grabs it. Boy, he's looks like a mountain. Grizzly Bear slaps the ball out of there. Not going to have it not today. Stays with HLV. HLV could totally get back into this game if they just get it together. Ethan licked it. Quite hit the all fired on all cylinders. Twenty-three with the ball. Sawyer Stout with intense defense there. Billy Kendrick looking. Uh, oh, Cole Kendrick now takes over. Twenty-three all alone. Shoot the three. Who's that young man? Ethan licked. Timeout or something. Junior for HLV. We got a full timeout for HLV here. 26-21, 5 left in your third period. Well, I think the HLV coach is sensing that he's getting back into this game and wants to keep it going. And here comes the Kyoto Eagle student section. That's a hoedown over there. You know, usually that phrase is prefaced with a good old-fashioned hoedown. Yeah, it's the old-fashioned. the only kind of hoedown you can have is an old-fashioned. Have you ever seen a newfangled hoedown? I have not, and I'm not sure I'd want to. Isn't that what's happening out in Washington, D.C. right now? Something. I don't know what's going on out there. I think they should change the name of Washington, D.C. to Sodom and Gomorrah. Billy Kindred over to Cole Kindred. Cole Kindred slows it, slowly brings it down the top of the key. Dishes it out to the 22, Dodd kid, I think. Yeah, we did have a substitution off of that timeout. Number 22, Dalton Dodd came in for number 10, Aiden Anderson. There he is, just a walking down the street, singing do what did he, did he dumb, did he do a three-pointer, in and out. Rebounded by HLV. HLV has a real chance to get right back. A three-point shot. Yeah. Boy, did they get back in the game right there. 26-24. Go to Eagles with a slim two-point lead. That ball is slapped around. 23 has it. 14, and they could tie this game. Back-to-back threes as they shorten the gap. Number two, Peyton are off with that three for uh, HLV. We got 23 as uh, Ethan licked up top over to number 14, Jack Cheney. Jack Cheney is going to dish it off to Hall. Hall brings it to the top of the key. Hall feeds it down to number 23, Ethan Licked. Hall again with the ball. Rebound by Billy Kindred. Dalton Dodd bringing it up the court. Dalton out to Cole Kindred. Cole hesitates, takes it down to the baseline, baseline outlet, turnover, Cole Kendrick threw the ball away, was looking for a man on the baseline, didn't have him. HLV ball coming back, looks like Kyoto setting up for a full court press here. Inbounds, Doug for round guy ready, we're going to be in Sigourney tomorrow for the backyard brawl between Kyoto, or between the Sigourney and uh, Tekin. 
big battle they've had that goes back into the 1960s. There's the ball moving over to for HLD. They have uh, 15 seconds left on the shot clock. 23, trying to find him by 14 inside. The ball starts around. There's a scrum on the ground. They try to get it up. It's stolen. There's a whistle on somebody. Got a foul on uh, HLD. Cole Kindred in the act of getting a steal here. Have a substitution. Aiden Anderson came in for Billy Kindred. A little over three minutes left in this third quarter, brought to you by a physical therapy services in Kelowna. Kindred with the ball to Stout. Stout over to Dodd. Dodd over to three point shot for Stout. He misses it. The three is a lone man down there on the beat, and we are tied. 26 apiece. Warriors down. Ten for three. And we're back on top. 29-26. But HLB is trying to find something where they can get a basket here. 14, 21, 35, 23 inside, outside to three. Clear to the other side to 21. Top of the key to 35. The uh the second bearded guy, number three. 35, shoot the three, it's in and out, and it is Cole Kindred. He's on the other way, he's all, he's got three guys to beat, and he beats them all. Cole Kindred with a nifty little Euro step on the lane. 31-26. Five-point lead back, turnover on HLV coming back this way. With two substitutions coming in, we got number 20, Chase Haithley coming in for Sawyer Stout, number 23, Aiden McGuire coming in for Evan Vittico. HLD played so smart and so well, and then got it back, and then uh, uh, had a little mental lapse, and then boom, they're right down. There's a three-point shot! In and out, the bearded number three gets it. Number two beard on the team. Boston, York, please come to Boston. Boston, York. She said, no, David, you come home to me. That's a foul. On uh, number 22, Dalton Dodd. Boston Angel, time to town. There ain't no gold and there ain't nobody like me. Number one fan Yeah, it's a, it's a country music night here. So if they didn't play any country music on the music, I would have uh, thought that uh, maybe some... Uh, Looking for love. That was new country music. I still like it. We just lost Mickey Gilly. Did you know that? Mickey Gilly? Is that what he said? That yeah. movie was about his boy, yeah. Gilly. Right, Remember? right. Yep, 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 yep. Mickey Gilly had some shows to do in Branson, uh, scheduled after he died. John Snyder, uh, Bo Duke. Uh, was filling in for him, but then he said some pro-Republican things and got kicked out of the theater. For the rest uh, of you the can't world. have that. You certainly can't have any common sense of any kind. When the ball goes out of bounds, and then Kyoto keeps a hold of it. Ray Liotta right on top of that. I I think the referees have done a great job tonight. I have to say. Cole Kindred over to number 20. That's uh, Avery. Here comes Aiden Anderson inside with two. Nice little layup and in 10. Aiden Anderson 
takes the score to 33-26. Should be here. Got a foul on number 15, Cole Kindred. 33-26 is one minute left in the physical therapy services of Kelowna, Iowa, third period. Uh, 34, Evan Vinso came in, Aiden, uh, Aiden McGuire coming out. Whoa, long full court pass. Get out, there's a three-point shot up, in and out. Rebounded by... HLB, number 35, comes away with it. He's got it to 23. He about drops it. He slings it down the corner to number two. He shoots it, misses it. Kendrick Sawyer's down all by himself. Boom! 35, 26, 27 seconds left on the clock. Getting a little handsy here. You'd have to think he would be a 10-point favorite this game, wouldn't they? Gilda is definitely not a fun place to come play if you're the opponent. Inside the big man. Little contact in there. Was that Aiden Anderson? I believe it was. I think uh, Aiden Anderson got Jeremiah Johnson on the arm. Put your little Lamont Grizzly out. refuses to go away, don't they? They stay with it. Eight-point ball game here. 2.2 seconds left in the third period. Both of them. The Mountain Man sinks them both. You pick the Mountain Man. Long baseball pass all the way down. Taken by HLB. Time runs out. Wow. Well, it's 35 to 28 at the end of the third period. Third period, once again, brought to you by Physical Therapy Services of Columbia, Iowa. Well, what did you think of that quarter? Uh, really impressed with HLV, how they're hanging here. He got some pretty good shots, playing decent defense. Uh, I think Kyoto's still playing pretty sloppy after that big win against Montezuma. Uh, Kyoto needs to clean things up and not let HLV come crawling their way back into this thing. Again, only a seven-point lead. Four total team fouls in that third period. These, uh, these refs are letting these boys play tonight. We were talking over. They've really got to stay focused this last quarter. Uh, it seemed like HLB kind of fought back. Uh, they got it tied up. And then uh, it seemed like all of a sudden, Brady kind of tightened, tightened things down. Hit a couple threes, rail back to back, and start stretching that lead back. Yeah, I think so. I think getting a couple of steals was big. I think getting Cole out in transition was good. Cole with that little Euro step in the lane, getting the ball up into the basket. Just fighting hard, getting rebounds. You know, that's what Kyoto needs to do to stay with this one. Well, their big man seems to be limiting Vivito, and Vivito seems to be limiting their big man. Yeah, I think they're kind of canceling each other out here a little bit. Ball's on the ground. It's a jump ball. I don't know who's going to get it. Possession arrow. We got Ray Liotta pointing one way and Walter Matthau pointing the other way. Well, Walter Matthau gets it uh, 
Out of respect, I guess. He's got an Oscar or two. 24. 40. Number 30. Really nice ball movement there. Three-pointer. He's high post. Kick out to the open man on the outside. Aiden Anderson knocks down the three. 38-28 double-digit lead for Kyoto. Having trouble with my hat. There we go. Number 35. He penetrates. Dishes it off to the big man. Stole away by Billy Kindred. Boy, Billy Kindred is really improving his play, isn't he? Shot. Having Miss. a really nice year, yeah. Sawyer's out missed that one. Number two, everything's happening so fast there. Vivito gets in, Vivito off his toe, and he gets the ball. Sawyer's out for three. Splash! 41-28. HLB no. wanting to get a quick no. stop here. Got to stop it this. All out. He's having a game we couldn't do without. Come on. <laughs> Talking to you, Andy McGuire. What do you think? Stout's having a game. That's a contemporary number for Johnny Cash, I must say. Well, we can't. Uh, we have to use what's in front of us sometimes. Johnny Cash never wrote a Stout song. He did write a lot of train songs. Yes, he did. You know, uh, the movie, uh, uh, Urban uh, Cowboy, it makes you realize that you can't have a good relationship with a cheap whore. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Thank God. You know, if you couldn't, you know, what would If you never learned that lesson, there wouldn't be any relationship. <laughs> 41, 28, as the Kyoto Eagles look to go 10 and 2. 10 and 2. In and two. That's yeah. like twice as many games as Atoma's played all year. How does Atoma get by playing only five games? Well, we're at 12. Uh, well, they probably had a lot of flus and game cancels. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Stuff like that. Or maybe schedule's a little light on There's a shot. They score. They refuse to go away. 41-30. Jack Cheney with a nice little jump for HLV. Here goes Kyoto Sawyer Stout. Billy Kindred. Kevin Bubito. Oh, my God. The ball's taken away from him. 35 on a drive with just Billy McGuire. And it's the hoop and the harm. Kindred gets a foul called on him as he's all by himself back there. Landon Hall to the glass, puts one in and one. Billy Kindred with the foul. They haven't put the points on the board, but I thought the points were good. Takes a little bit here to get the points uh, tallied on the scoreboard. Yeah, I think it's 41-30-10, it is. Yeah. Here comes Sawyer Stout into Billy Kindred. They're on the ground. They let things go. A three-point shot. Wow! Now it's starting to be impressive. 44-33. Sawyer Stout is having a game. Have you seen him have this good of a game? This is a good game for Sawyer. I I guess he's probably in the 20-plus point range at this point. Well, it's odd. Last game where you beat Montezuma, it was... 
10 points and above for everybody. Yep. In this game, it just seems to be almost all down. Yep, you know, he's having a game. With a little contribution here and there from a few others, Billy Kindred in particular. Cole Kindred added a pretty sharp three-pointer here recently. HLV trying to inbound the ball. They get the ball way out there. It's a scrum. Walter Mathow does not make the HLV side happy. Uh, Ray Liotta, though, tells the coach to sit down or you'll be in the trunk. Oh, Kindred! Misses! And here comes 35 again. He's a little guy, but he's a really great basketball player. He is shifty. 44 the... inside, misses. 14 gets it back, misses. And Evan Nivito with the rebound. HLV fan base getting a little uneasy here with Sonoma. They're very unhappy with that traveling ball. And a steal by 35. He's in by himself. He scores. Land it all single-handedly, bringing HLB back, 44-35. Here it comes. You know, one, one side of there's a shot from Billy Kindred. He scores under the basket in the paint. You know, it, it, sometimes it would kind of be Kyoto to kind of slow it down a little bit, but that's just not how they play, is it? No, they go at it. And they no. don't really score when they pass the ball around and take a lot of time. Well, uh, 35 has the ball for HLV. He shoots a three. It's short, and it's right to Billy or Nicole Kindred. Who gets it to Billy Kindred? Who's going to try and get back to back jacks? Oh, my God. He's fouled. He got the ball to Evan Bimito. Yeah, got a foul here on number 44, Xander McCauley, the bearded wonder. How big of a surprise is Billy Kindred playing on this level? Oh, uh, were you thinking a sophomore like that? would step up and do all this? Um, you know, I think Billy has the skills. There's no doubt about that. He puts the work in. in the he missed season. the first one. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm honestly not surprised that he has playing at this level. He's a good ball player. Uh, number five, Tanner Waterhouse coming in for Dalton Dodd, number 22. There's Billy's shot. It's in and out. The Bearded Mountain gets it. 35, he, he looks a lot like that Tom Cruise, don't he? Landon Hall's the Tom Cruise. With HLV. Average. Grizzly Adams back to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise scores. That's one thing Tom Cruise always could do with score. Yeah, he has no problem with that. He is a scoring machine. Number three. Sawyer Stout dishes it off the coal over to Billy Kindred. Billy Kindred back to Tanner Waterhouse. Three-point shot. That's another three-point shot for Sawyer Stout. Sawyer Stout is on Any fire idea tonight. how many threes that kid has hit tonight? I'd have to say that that's probably number four or five. And he's had more uh, three-point shots than two-point shots. I'm thinking it's five or six. 49-37. Midway through the fourth period, 14 fouls apiece. HLV only has one timeout left. Kyoto well, with four. Uh, this is what we were looking for out of the Kyoto Eagles in the fourth quarter, wasn't it? 
and when it really came down, they were not going to let this. See, it would be really, really easy to come off a big win from Montezuma and then be looking forward to a, a, a hearty matchup with uh, North Mahaska right. to be a little off tonight, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, it's a classic trap game. I don't think that Kyoto was overlooking HOV by any means, uh, but it has not been up to the Kyoto standard that I think we're used to seeing. Well, I, I was, I, I feel like uh, uh, HOV came to play. Uh, I wasn't sure they were that good, but I feel like they're they're a pretty great team. Uh, uh, they've given us all they, they got. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, a lot of upperclassmen on this team, a lot of seniors. What do we have here? Four seniors, uh, four juniors, and just a couple of sophomores. So these are guys they are half of the conference. They are not. They're in the West half. Well, we play a lot of that West conference. We do, yeah. We're kind of in that phase right now, knocking down those single-game matchup with the west side. You know, we get to the second half of this second half of the season. Uh, that's when we kind of come back to the east side sickle. Well, uh, there's three and a half minutes left. HLV is uh, trying to find some points here. Uh, what are some of the home games that are coming up? Uh, we got North Mahaska, I believe, on Monday. That's then, Monday or Tuesday. Or Tuesday. It is Tuesday. And then on... Uh, Saturday, we're going to have uh, Hillcrest. We'll be at Hillcrest. And then I'd have to check the schedule to look beyond that. Well, a couple a couple here tonight, one band, next Tuesday night. we got we got to have some home games. Seems like they played a lot of road games already. Billy Kindred into Evan Vivito in the paint. Shoots it out to Cole. Cole takes a step forward and gets a shot off. 51 points on the board. Great uh, Another great game by Cool Kid. Yeah, we got Bell playing on the 17th coming to the town. And then That'll Iowa Valley on the game. 24th. So, uh, has Bell playing lost that since we beat him? I believe so. Looks like they're 6 and 2 there. Uh, but boy, we, we handled them handily. And then they just went out and beat everybody else. Oh, those big Grizzly uh, Adams there, number 44 for HLB. Puts up some more points. He'll wind up with some points by the end of this game, I believe. And Cole Kendrick, he's just taking over. Yep, Cole Kendrick doing work now. 39, two minutes and 20 seconds left. Here's the ball scrubbed on the ground. Uh, Billy Kendrick comes up with it. Here comes Sawyer Stout, Billy Kendrick, Evan Vivito. Uh, the ball stolen by 35. He's a great player. And he scores. Nice what move. do you think of this kid? He is really, really solid. Landon Hall can move up and down the court. Got some shifty speed there. Cool Kindred. Billy Kindred with a three. He misses. In there. Is that Aiden Anderson? Or Aiden McGuire? Aiden McGuire with a rebound. Aiden McGuire with a great rebound. He's inside. He gets it out to Sawyer Stout. Sawyer's actually going to run some time off the clock, and there's a minute and a half left in this game. Billy Kindred over to Cole Kindred. 15 seconds left. There's a shot. He gets it in there. That's six points in a row for Cole Kindred. This is what Cole Kindred can do. He gets shifty. He gets the ball moving. Three-point shot by number two. He misses it. And there's Billy. Boy, Billy's got him some rebounds tonight, hasn't he? He's trying to get the ball. Hey, Anderson saves it. A three-point shot, it's good! 
power back there. Aiden McGuire saved the ball, Aiden picked McGuire. it up to Sawyer Stout. Sawyer gets another Aiden McGuire was an outstanding play. And it, it turns out there's Aiden McGuire again. He's driving the basket. He's got two guys on him. He stops. He travels. He got tipped. Wow, that's a questionable call there. <laughs> We're having a Bobby Knight moment. <laughs> Here they go. There they go. They're trying to score. He gets it right to the basket. Tipped away by Evan Vivito. Boy, I don't know. Evan scored a point or a couple points tonight, but he has been a stalwart on defense tonight. Wow, Ray Liotta is uh, getting tired here, I'd say. I'm getting tired, too. Evan Vivito with the block. There's Sawyer Stout looking to add some more points, and he gets them. Two more. 60. 24 seconds left in the game. 20 seconds. HLB is looking to just try and get another point on the board. The ball threw it all the way across. That is Aiden McGuire with the steal and another assist. A two more points. That is a ball game play. is on fire. Holy, holy Christmas. That was a great fourth quarter. That was the best quarter that I've seen Kyoto play all year long. How about the way they finished strong in that game? That was a flurry of activity to end with a 21-point lead. It's just almost unbelievable in this game. Cole Kindred came to life. Sawyer Stout singing threes. I'd love to see the stat sheet right now to just see how many threes Sawyer had tonight. He's got to be close to a single-game record for Kyoto. I think it's held by one of his two brothers, either Cole or J.D., but he was just splashing them down all night long. Sawyer Stout's your game, uh, player of the game. Without yeah, I was going to agree with you on that one. Uh, uh, so, uh, Eichelberger Farms, player of the game, Sawyer Stout, player of the year for this game. I mean... If this kid can have another game half this good, you're going to be uh, yeah. threes and twos and assists and rebounds. And, uh, well, who uh, who are we giving the uh, off-the-bench player? There was a lot of uh, good contributions. There was a lot of good contributions. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? What did you see? You got the Dalton Dodd coming off the bench, Tanner Waterhouse off the bench, Aiden McGuire off the bench. Uh, well, shoot, I'll Chase tell you Avery. what. I'll tell you what. I hate to keep giving it to Aiden McGuire. But for that last little half of the fourth quarter, he just played amazing. I'm giving it to Aiden McGuire. All right, I'll let you give it to him because I've done it twice and I can't keep doing that. Well, and I was really trying to spread the love around a little bit yeah. tonight. But, uh, but wow, just wow. I, I, I mean, I don't have the words of the speech to... Uh, I don't. I, I can't find the yeah. vocabulary to describe. It was. It was a flurry some of, of the great right plays that he just made right there at the end. Balls that were going outside that he throws his body on to get. You never think he could get to. Slaps it in. He makes great touches to uh, to Sawyer Stout, who got another five six points just off in the last few minutes just because of him. Uh, Cole Kindred had a great game. Evan Vivito without scoring a lot. Uh, really kind of uh, slowed down that big uh, mountain of a bearded guy that they had, although I bet he did wind up 
with a good amount of points. Yeah, he definitely neutralized the size that HLV had, which wasn't a lot, I mean, as far as depth goes. But they did have the two bearded wonders for HLV. I thought Evan, I agree, they did an excellent job neutralizing that front. This game wasn't quite the same as what we had against Montezuma. I thought maybe it would be close to that in terms of the guard play, even distribution amongst scoring. This looked more like what Kyoto looked like early in the year with Cole Kindred, Sawyer Stout knocking down the shots, you know, taking up, filling up the stat sheet. Uh, Billy Kindred contributed, Aiden Anderson contributed. Um, but, you know, the bench, we had a lot of guys come in and get some playing minutes, what and that's it? a good deal. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up the coverage from the Eagles' nest. Uh, another great game, Andy McGuire. Yeah. Uh, the Kyoto Eagles are 10-2 in the stands by itself. I'd love to see them. I don't know how far the rankings go. Maybe if they go in the top 20, I think we should be on the bubble there of the top 20. Yeah, I would think so as well. You know, I think that uh, you still have the Lindell Sully's out there. You still have – uh, North Mahaska, obviously Waco. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams out there in Class 1A. It's going to be tough to crack that with two losses, but you never know, and this team is dangerous, especially if Sawyer can put up the points that he did tonight and we get some even distribution from the rest of the roster. Well, uh, well clean sweep tonight. Ladies win, the boys win, the girls got a hard-fought win, their first win. Uh very proud of them. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, that listens to Round Guy Radio. Uh, thanks for listening to pregame shows and to the scoreboard shows yep. and the wraparound shows. Shout We're out doing to the sponsors. We do everything that we can. So we, we want to thank uh, Packwood Locker for presenting high school basketball. They're a sponsor for everything that we do. We want to thank Eichelberger Farms. They just re-up their, their sponsorship with us. They, they you know, they, they want us to help uh, – with the Waco Warriors, but they're, they're happy to help out with the Cutie Eagles and, and everybody else around. They're, they're not arguing that we're mentioning their names. Uh, we want to thank Aveda Salon. Yeah, Davis Salon. The, the Davis Salon. Uh, we want to thank Physical Therapy Services of, uh, of uh, Kelowna, Iowa, uh, and all the other sponsors that we've had. We're gonna we're working on getting some new sponsors, but kind of. It's kind of a period where we, we're, we're shifting from some. A lot of football uh, guys are kind of dropping out. We need some more basketball guys. So if you want to help us bring you this game, you know, uh, help us you know, cover some of the costs of coming around all these games, uh, uh, we'd be happy. We've got some sponsorships available. Uh, thanks for listening. And it's uh, 62 uh, to 41, Kyoto Eagles with a 10-2 record. The girls win, too, so it's a clean sweep here at the Eagles' house.